the views and opinions expressed on Deliberately Linked are entirely those of the host, who are completely responsible for all show content. These views and opinions are not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure in any way any kind of condition, or to promote any specific lifestyle, belief, religion, political affiliation, or personal practice. Nor is the information presented deemed to be accurate or verifiable. What is up, Deliberately Linked viewers? Lace them up and lock it in. Because on today's show, my brother Mark is going to talk about what it means when time's up. Time's up. Out of time. Out of time. Ain't got no more. Can't buy it. You can't. Can't buy it. So what do you do? How do you get there? Okay. But before we get there, before we get there, um, we're going to talk about something that's that's big. We are. It's big. And it affects everybody that's listening. Decisions. Every day. Every day. We have them every day. Every day you face choices Mm -hmm. and options. And how do you deal with those? Right. And uh, I know that uh, recently you've had to face some big ones. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure you're going to tie that in, and we're going to talk about that. Yeah. So talk about making some big decisions, how we go about that, um, and how we function probably being a little uncomfortable. For sure, no doubt. Yeah. It, big decisions. Guys, whether you're driving down the road, yeah. you know, obeying traffic laws, or as I'm going to talk about here in a little bit, life-altering decisions, um, we make them every day. And life-altering um, it's not always a negative thing. I think when no, people hear no, that, no, no, no. they think, oh, life-altering, something changed for the worse. No, I'm talking about life-altering. You're in control of making something better. Correct. Yeah. Correct. But before we get going, Visionary Meals, yep. once again, thank you again for sponsoring Deliberately Links podcast. Um, we're so thankful to have you guys a part of our show. Um, you know, guys, a farm-to-table, Which as I, I want to tell all the listeners, yep. so today, first time. I had the eggplant mac and cheese. Oh, the spaghetti squash mac and cheese. Spaghetti yes. squash yeah. mac and cheese. Fire. I'm telling you, do not sleep on that. <laughs> Don't. Do not. It sounds so simple. It, yeah. And I know Chef Justin, he mm-hmm. throws a little chive in there. Mm-hmm. It, make, it makes it. It's, it's one of our best-selling recipes. It, I was blown away. Yeah. I literally, I, I hit it up, warmed it up a little bit. Uh-huh. I walked over to the wife. I'm like, you have to have a bite of this. It's dangerous. Like, oh, she was like, whoa, that's good. Yeah. I mean, it's really good. So and, don't sleep on that. Visionary for, meals, keep it up. For those that, you know... You compete in the fitness industry or just simply want a low-carb diet. It is, I think, a four-ounce portion. Um, it's a half cup or a cup of spaghetti squash with a four-ounce portion of chicken. You're at like 11 carbs for the whole dish. So it's Which is the macros on it are fantastic. So I mean, and you think about it. If you're one of those persons that's uh, – maybe you're not a fitness person, but you just want to drop a few pounds, get into bathing suit, swimsuit season, whatever it is. Yeah. Or just want to be healthier. For sure. You want your clothes to fit right. You're talking about trying to stay under 100 carbs a day. Like, yeah. I don't think Easy, people like realize. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't think people realize how few carbs that is. Correct. So if you're eating an entire meal of 11 carbs, you're doing pretty good. For sure. Yeah. So, and I'm not kidding. It tastes phenomenal. It is. It yeah, is a fire It's really dish. good. Chef Justin, you're doing your thing. No doubt. Appreciate Visionary it. Visionary Meals, thank you guys. So, guys, big decisions. Thanks again for tuning in, guys, with Delivery yeah. the Link. We're excited that you guys are here. Um, you know, this, this show is definitely evolving quickly for the both of us, but we're excited. Yeah. We're excited where things are going. We're excited. That, like we've talked about the feedback that we're getting from. I love it. You know, I love yourselves. the feedback. It's been good. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I, I have someone at least personal in my life, reach out to me, uh, you know, a couple times a week, a different person. Hey, just found the podcast, listen to yeah. it. I love it. So, and um, oddly enough for me, the guy who has zero social media, I had someone reach out to me this week. So, yeah. uh, it's, it's kind of like finding a unicorn, but yeah, they found me. <laughs> no, that's funny. <laughs> No, but seriously, guys, thank you so much. Uh, we really do appreciate that. And like I said, yeah. we, we appreciate the feedback. 
So big decisions, like we've said, we make them on a daily basis, um, big or small, um, but they happen regardless. And we usually don't have a choice. You have to make a decision, whatever it might be. And, you know, as, as we, as we dive into this topic, guys, think about real quick, what kind of decisions have you had to make in your life? Where, where you're sitting right now, wherever that might be in the car, at the gym, um, on YouTube, at the that computer, wherever you are, the decisions that you've had to make have led you to the area that you are right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whatever that might be, yeah. whether you're commuting to work, whether you're in the gym right now, little decisions to big decisions, they have led you to where you are right now. So think about those decisions and then start to ponder on why. Why did you, what made you maybe have to, to overcome or what, not overcome, but what made you have to, um, decide on the, the circumstance or come to the decision that you, you made? What, what led your heart? Sure. And we're going to dive well, into that. Well, hopefully that's, that's the way you made your decision. Correct. Hopefully. Where, where, what is your, let me, let me put it this way. What is your driving force? Correct. Yeah. What is your driving yeah. force? Um, and like, like I've kind of touched there, um, decisions, they, they could be for a career path. Um, for some of you, they could be, you know, just recently or coming up in the next year, two years, three years, four years, whatever it might be. But a decision on if you're going to college, where you're going to college, life decisions like that, big decisions that can very well be life altering decision, positive or negative. Um, some things in your control and some things out of your control, but but even out of your control, I want the viewer to understand there are things that happen in your life. Uh, I know we talk about on the show about taking control of your control. Right. There are things in your life that are out of your control. Yeah. But the way you respond to those, those are yours. So those are part of these decisions. So I don't care what the situation is. I don't care what someone threw at you. The way you respond, that's specifically you. Um, and how you respond to that is up to you. Mm-hmm. So that goes back to you know controlling what you can control and taking Correct. control of that Take and being control. assertive. And saying, yep. okay, I'm going to take what was given to me, and I'm going to make it work for right. me. That, that's some of the decisions we're talking about. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And I think, I think you can get, it can get deep. So like we've said, there's decisions you make on a daily basis. Yeah. Get to a red light, you have to stop. You go and it oh, turns for green. Sure. Okay? But then there are decisions in your life that maybe you're like, I don't know what to do. Maybe you're like... Am I supposed to go left or right? You know, perspective. Indecision. Indecision. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm going to use a big word here. Watch out. (laughs) Look it up. Can't spell it. So what leads that decision for you? And how do you know what to do? So if you guys have listened to episode four, it just launched. Um, I touched at the very end of Mark's topic of a big decision that I personally had to make recently in my life. Yeah. And... For those of you that have not heard that podcast or li- have heard that story yet, I'm gonna I'm gonna back up. We're gonna rewind here, and I'm going to I'm going to run through this life altering decision of mine, and I'm gonna give you guys a quick little background. And for those of you that have heard this, bear with me. I'll make it as quick as possible. Um, and I also left out some points in the last episode, so I'm just gonna bring them up now. So, like discussed last episode. Um, my entire life, I was chasing law enforcement. Yeah. Uh, I went yeah. to school for sociology, uh, specialized in criminal justice because um, that was the route I was going to take. You know, I, I, I pursued sociology mostly because I, I love the, the field of sociology, um, but I wanted to make myself a little bit more diverse and not just specific to, you know, police academy stuff. Um, great advice that I got. I'm glad I did it. Um, but that was, that was the route that I was pursuing for the longest time. 
And for, the, for probably since my junior, senior year of high school, you know, I was dead set on being a cop. Um, anybody ask me, you know, or if people would come up to me and I'm telling them I'm going to be a cop, they're like, yeah, I called that. Like, you look like a cop. You act like a cop. And I couldn't disagree with them. I do. I look like a cop. I act like a cop. Um, I, I have the instincts of what a cop, you know, what kind of traits a cop needs to have. Um, I, I, I would, if I was a cop today, I would be a very good cop. No, oh, well, I would, yeah. I would be a very yeah. good cop. And I'm, I'm not going to deny that. Um, but as you guys are going to learn here in a second, that was not my calling. But for the longest time, I thought it was. And so I was pursuing law enforcement. Um, you know, fast forwarding through college, I got my degree and I started the process through the academy. And, you know, my brother Mark here, um, you know, as a lot of the viewers know, was, you know, very involved with Columbus firefighting, um, served a lot of time there. And so I went to Mark for a lot of, you know, questions and direction during this time because, you know, Columbus Fire, uh, Columbus Police, obviously. Very, go, we're, we're very closely related. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And it goes, it goes hand in hand. So yeah. I, I would go to him for guidance during this time. So he was obviously very heavily involved in this process with me, yeah. um, pre- helping prepare me every step of the way. And as you guys heard last episode, he, he always told me since day one, he's like, yeah, I don't think you're going to be a cop. It's not going to happen. It, it, despite now, 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 I want people to understand that was not a negative thing, right? Yeah. Um, and the more you listen to the show, the more that they'll understand the way we function. Yeah. Um, my heart of hearts was telling me that was not his direction, and I believe that was uh, that God was laying that on me to lay that mm-hmm. on you. Um, not that I knew specifically where you were going, but once we found out, it all made sense. It's like so. It's, it's like, like a light yeah, light. I was just a puzzle piece. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Um. So it was, it was one day, I'm going to tell a story within a story. It was one day my wife and I, uh, we, we were visiting her family. They, they moved to Texas at that time. They were living in Texas. Yeah. And we, we visited her family down in Texas, the McKinney area, so top of, the, top of Texas near Oklahoma. And we were leaving the gym one day. And we're like, hey, we're starving. Uh, we want something healthy, obviously. Let's see if we can find some something to eat. Yeah. And we come across a, a brick-and-mortar meal prep type deal uh, where you walk in, grab a meal essentially out of the fridge, pop in the microwave there, sit down and eat it. And we were doing that, and Ashley actually proposed the question. She was like, how cool would this be to bring something back like this to Ohio? And I'm like, well... It would be pretty cool. Um, we already meal prep every day, yeah. um, you know, throughout the week when we're at school to stay on track of our diet, you know, on hand of, you know, the, the cafeteria food obviously is not that great. Um, so we would, we would go the extra step to stay on top of our, our diet. So we were, we were sitting there. We're like, this would be really cool. And we kind of fantasized the idea a little bit about it. We actually took some brochures of that place. Um, because whether we were like, oh, should we start a franchise of this place or should we start our own? And we went back and actually spoke with her father um, that is very business savvy, yeah. um, very successful yeah. in his field. Mike, highly intelligent. Yep, yeah. no doubt. And, and so we sat down with him. We're like, you know, what do you think of this, this, this idea? And at this point, we had no business model. The idea, the entertaining what we were talking about then looks nothing like it does now. Oh, yeah. Um, as far as the, the business model of Visionary Meals. Um, and so... On our way home, on the flight, we, we, we were starting to just brainstorm, jot down some ideas of you know, what the company would look like. But at this point, we're doing like the fun part of business, oh. um, entertaining a name. Um, she had to pick the colors, uh, <laughs> mint green and like a gray color, actually very popular. I'm very happy we chose those colors. Yeah, there it looks they're, great. They're gender neutral, et cetera. Um, 
and there was obviously some business decisions behind that as far as why we chose those colors. But we're not, I'm not going to get into that. So we were we we're, we going home, and we we had all these great ideas, and we we get back, and at this point, um, I think I fast forwarded the story a little bit too long. I already said we graduated. We're still in college right now, so we're about juniors in college. So we get back, we entertain this business model, and we talk about it for a little bit longer, and the. We just we're, we're both in school. We're both playing sports, and the the, the idea just kind of just dwindled off. Sure. And and so we well, honestly, it seems far fetched for two freshly graduated college graduates to yeah. do something like this. It, it takes a not lot of that money. it should be. Not that it should be correct. Because uh, all that's needed is drive. Sure. But in today's society, that does. It seems uh, you know daunting, overwhelming task. <laughs> well, so, my yeah. my. I, I'm gonna. That made me think of a story because when I when I came home and kind of presented this idea to my parents, and like this was after they've they've already heard about it a couple of times, and I, I went up to my mom one time. I was like, "Mom, I have this burning passion for like doing this." She and and her answer was, "She's like, yeah, I believe you'll do it someday." And I was like, "No, I want to do it now." Yeah, <laughs> like I want to yeah. do it now. And and, and my, don't get me wrong, my mom's been the biggest supporter of it. But so we we go through college, we graduate, um, and. My wife, Ashley, she, she is in the interviewing process. This is the summer after graduation. Yep. So trying to find a job. Where is she going to land in her career? And I, myself, right now am pursuing law enforcement because yeah. that was the route I was taking. Not much talk about the meal prep stuff. And, you know, she, she lands a job with a, with a fantastic um, company. And it's still there. Local banking institute. Yep. Yeah. Local banking institute. Correct. Very secure position. <laughs> yeah. Very uh, smart decision. Right. No, no doubt. And and so I'm pursuing law enforcement. And it was actually one day we were leaving your house. Oh no, I remember this day. I've been remembering yeah. this whole time you're talking. Yeah. We and we didn't talk about it at your house, but when we were leaving, uh, I, I just turned to her and I was like, I cannot get this off my mind. Yeah. Like. I, I, I wake up in the middle of the night. Um, I literally, I, w- I would wake up one in the morning, two in the morning, go write, go, go write the ideas down for my entrepreneurs. I'm sure you guys can relate a Which lot. Which you to should this. be doing. Yeah. That's a really just not to get off topic. Please, ex- incredibly intelligent decision. Yeah. If it pops in your head, write it down. Correct. Go write it down because eventually that's going to come back to you. And the worst feeling that you will ever have is. I knew last night I had a killer decision. I cannot remember what right. it was. What was that idea? <laughs> that is a horrible decision to make. Yeah. Get your butt out of bed yeah. and go write Just it do down. It. And if you don't want to get out of bed, leave a notepad beside your bed. I'm Seriously. telling you, prepare for success. Yeah. yeah. Prepare for success. No, it's good. Um, and so we, we, we get home and we're talking about it. And so we're like, all right, let's, let's, let's talk about the logistics of this business. Yeah. Okay. So this is when we really start diving into the, into the business model of, of the company, of Visionary Meals. And we, we designed this, you know, intelligent idea of pickup locations for the consumer. Cause I've always said, I was like, there are a lot of, you know, fantastic meal prep companies out there, but as soon as you put the meals in your cart, it now becomes unaffordable for the customer. If Due to shipping. Oh, yeah. Because shipping's $40, yeah. $50, $60. And I get it. Well, it has so many, to be. There's so many uh, variables to it. I got to keep it cold. Is it frozen? Right. Whatever. Yeah. So. so we established the idea of pickup locations. Like, Big well, decision. let's eliminate, let's eliminate shipping for the consumer. Yeah. And so, but at this point, like I said, guys, I'm still pursuing law enforcement. This is the route that I'm taking, but like, I'm like starting to feel what God's putting on my heart. 
I'm starting to feel God's calling. I'm, I'm glad you to just said that because I was, I was holding back a blow up where I was just going to annihilate you in front of everybody. So I'm glad you just brought that up. Okay. I wish you did. I, know, I, I was about to, I was, was going to let you go a little bit longer and then I was just going to just come in like fire. Yeah. Bam. <laughs> that would have okay. been good. That would have been good. I saved okay. myself. No, but at this point I'm feeling what God's putting on my heart, yeah. but I'm still denying it, but I'm entertain. I'm starting to be to the point where I'm entertaining it, but I'm denying all, all feelings um, and really kind of, you know, all signs at this point. And, you know, after we've kind of really have designed this plan and we've done the fun stuff of, of the business, it was one night my wife, um, you know, we were sitting down in our living room and I was like, I literally cannot get this idea off my heart. I cannot get it off my mind. I feel God's calling. I feel his, his, his touch, his love, his, his passion yeah. that he has instilled into me. But that's not what I was pursuing. I thought I was going to be a cop. Yeah. I thought I was going to be a cop. I was supposed to be the guy busting down doors, you know. The fun stuff. The fun stuff. Yeah, exactly. The fun stuff. Jumping out of windows. The stuff sometimes yeah. I still wish I did. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but no, no regrets. Um, but seriously, the, I, I was denying all odds. And it was like you guys maybe have heard in the last episode – it was that night my, my wife and I sit down, and after compiling all the information of this business model, um, after coming up with the name, the slogan, Envision the Best You, and, and incorporating you know how we're going to glorify Christ into every aspect of this company, basing um, our, our company off a of Bible verse, 1 Corinthians 10.31, so whatever you do, whether you eat or drink, do it all for the glory yeah. of God, because we have plans to establish uh, refugees or, or more so just... Uh, providing food for individuals that don't know where their next meal is coming from down the road, establishing our own 501c3, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so we wanted to glorify God. But at this point, I was saying, God, I hear what you're putting on my heart, but I am going to continue to, to deny this calling yeah. until, until you show me. Mm-hmm. And so uh, moving along here, we, 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 we pray that night. I said, God, if this is what you want me to do, I need you to show me. I need to feel it. I need to see it. We go to bed that night. We go to church the next morning. Um, and this was before we've, we're entertaining where we're going to cook the food out of. And we're like, we need a kitchen to operate out of somewhere where we can get low rent or potentially free church. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> and, and we're like, well, our church has a great commercial kitchen, we modern, do. et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And we, we walk in there um, after the church service one day and we walk into the, the kitchen. We're like, oh, this would be fantastic. Like this church has everything, the kitchen has everything we would need. Um, you know, let's talk to who we need to talk to. Yeah. And she was like, Josh, stop. I go, what? She's like, look up. I'm like, look up. What do you mean, look up? She was like, look up on the wall. And she's pointing to the wall. And right before I was getting ready to walk out, she points out a verse on the wall. And it said, 1 Corinthians 10.31. So whatever you do, whether you eat or drink, do it all for the glory of God. Yeah. And I said, okay, there's my sign. Big decisions made. Yeah. Let's go with it. Let's run with it. So the rest is the rest has been evolving. The rest is history, as yeah. as one as one would say, and that to me is where I now knew what to do. Yeah, I now saw what I needed to see, and there's a verse in James, James five, James excuse me, James one five through six, uh-huh. and it says, excuse me, let me find it real quick, James five, or James one five through six. If any of you lack wisdom, 
you should ask God, Mm -hmm. who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. Now, see, to me, you know, I listen to this, and I know maybe a lot of our viewers and our listeners are thinking, well, how does this apply to me? I'm not going into business for myself. I don't run a business. I'm not looking for decisions like this. Um, in reality, you are. Um, this is Josh's story. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a large, truly a life-altering decision. Um, no you're building your family upon this. That's huge. Correct. Everything. But I don't care if you're a high school listening group right now. I don't care if you're, um, you know, one of those people that uh, goes to work every day, you happily go to work and, and you, you face uh, similar situations as far as making decisions in your business that you work for somebody else. Mm-hmm. I don't care what position you're in. The question started this entire uh, segment over was what's, what's really motivating your decisions? Correct. Um, and we talk about life all training. I think you listen to that verse and anybody listening to the show knows I love James. Uh, it's one of my favorite books, of the Bible. Um, that is, it cannot be said any better Yeah, because we make decisions all the time. Mm-hmm. And if you're making decisions without full faith and belief in the decision you're making, you're probably making the wrong decision. Yeah. Just, I mean, listen to me on this one. I don't care if it's what, what curriculum am I going to study in high school? I don't mm-hmm. care if it's, uh, what type of person am I going to be in high school? Right. If you're not buying into your own then why would you expect anybody else to buy into you? Yeah. I mean, and if you're lacking passion in life, the big decision that you need to make is, is why? Right. You need to ask yourself, why am I lacking passion? Why, why don't I have this type of fire? So if you're listening to this and saying, oh, this segment's kind of dead because it really doesn't apply to me, you're wrong. You're listening with the wrong set of ears. You right. need to be listening with the ears of your heart because what you need to be asking yourself is, is I just heard you know, this guy tell a story, but what I, what I felt was his fire. That's how I do it. I don't judge uh, people by the decisions they make. What I judge them on is why they're doing it. Yeah. So if you're listening to this story and you're like, man, that guy's got some fire. Where do I get fire like that? That's the question you should be asking yourself, and that's the decision that you should be trying to make. Yep. Find it within. Yeah. Find it within. So, guys, we, we make big decisions all the time. And, oh, yeah. You know, I I guess I, I'm more so I, I encourage you as, as a listener, the viewer, like like Mark said, you know, find it, find it within and, and find that why, find that purpose, find that passion. Because without purpose and passion, we talked about it an episode or two ago. You're walking dead. You are walking dead. And it, it, it will, the, your time will run out. Your time will run out. So chase passion, Yeah. whatever the decision might be. And for those that are wanting just to pick this apart, because Guys, I'm on a time limit here, so I could go all day on this topic, but I had to cut a lot of things out due to the, sto- the length of the story. But um, don't just think what I just said means, okay, so I'll just I'll pray about it, and, and I'll just now I'll kick my feet up and wait until oh. God gives me a sign. <laughs> Where's my sign, God? Where's my sign? No, that's not, a, that's not at all what I'm saying, Okay. Don't be that individual sitting around twiddling your thumbs, just waiting for God to just lay it in your lap because it's not going to work that way. That's not, how our, that's not how our God works. I can promise you that. You know what you're going to have to do? You're going to have to grind. You're going to have to grind. You're going to yeah. have to stay patient. You're going to have to stay faithful because it is not in our timing, but it's in his timing. I can promise you that. But, 
But if you are obedient, it will be done in his time. Yeah. Be obedient to his word. And there, be obedient to his calling. I want, I want people to understand this. There are times in that uh, progression of that decision, you are going to do things yeah. that have nothing to do with where you're going. Right. It's a stepping stone. It's yeah. something I must complete this task to get further along, even though that task has nothing to do with where you're going. Do not let that dishearten you. Right. Understand that as long as I am forward-focused, as long as I continue to move forward in a positive motion towards my goal, I know that sometimes I'm going to have to crawl through some crap. Mm-hmm. This crap may have nothing to do with where I'm going. It may not prepare me. Right. It may not even add any value, but I must complete this to continue to move forward. Yes. So many times I get young people coming to me and say, well, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to do X, Y, and Z, but right now this keeps happening. So like, I don't know why that's happening. Okay, it's, it's a season of the heart. Yeah. Sometimes you have to go through those seasons. Mm-hmm. And don't be the ignorant person that takes nothing from it. Every moment is mm-hmm. a learning moment. Yes. Find you can it. learn stuff all the time. We stop ourselves. We hinder ourselves from becoming well-rounded. I mean, in the fire service, um, you know, we, we get all kinds of people. I mean, you can literally become a professional fire, firefighter at the age of 18, mm-hmm. okay? Um, and you have guys in the fire service all the way up to their 60s. Okay. You know, so you have new boys and you have old heads. And I'm here to tell you, the best guys that come into the fire department are guys that have had to grind before they get there. Yeah. These are guys that were plumbers, chefs, sure. cooks, construction workers, uh, retailers, bankers. I bet that happens more times than not. All the time. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say 75% of the recruits that we get, that's what they are. Yeah. Um, but you love those people because then when you come into this job, this job that most guys have been battling for for years, mm-hmm. the amount of appreciation that they have and the eagerness that they have and the passion they have for what they get to do now is off the charts. Where when we get the 17, 18, 19-year-old guy who's never done anything but live in mom and dad's basement, they don't appreciate it. They're like, well, why don't I get more? Or why do I have to do this to do this? You've never struggled. Mm -hmm. So embrace the struggle. Embrace the grind because I'm here to tell you, when you do reach the top, you're going to appreciate it. And not only are you going to appreciate it, you're going to want to stay there because you know what it's like to get there. So these decisions that we're making... I don't care if you think they're big or small. Let me here to tell you this right now. Every decision you make every single day is a big decision. Yep. Yeah. There is no such thing as a small decision. Yeah. And if you're a mom or dad and have children, I'm telling you right now, understand that every decision you make for your child is a large decision because what you're doing is you are creating and priming the next generation. So as we like to look around in this world and say, where do we begin to go wrong? <laughs> I want to talk to all the parents. I take this heavy on my heart. I want my kids to be the better next generation. So if you're making crap decisions for your children right now, understand that you are really having a huge effect on the next generation and maybe not in a good way. Mm -hmm. There is no small decision. They're all big decisions. They're all life-altering. Yep. Yeah. Don't make make big decisions alone, guys. Yeah. Don't make them alone. Yeah. Don't make them alone. And that's something I didn't really touch on. Use those individuals in your life. Like I've used Mark before. Use your parents or your, your, your loved ones, your best friends, whoever it might be. Well, Go to them for guidance. They're in your life for a reason. And surround yourself with people who aren't afraid to tell you uh, maybe not something you want to hear. Yes. But you, something you need to people hear. People that are real. We've had to do that. Yeah. Uh, there's right. times that you've looked at me like, why are you trying to break my dream? And I'm like, buddy, I'm not. I'm just telling you this is what he's placing on my heart to right. tell you. I mean, it's yeah. not always fun and comfortable to hear, yeah. but I wouldn't be a good brother if I didn't do that. Yep. So surround yourself with people that are willing to do that for you. Yep. And then don't give them crap for doing it. Show me your friends. I'll yeah. show you your future. Show your future. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Marie Scurlett. Yep. So. Yeah. One of the greatest spokesmen on that. Yep. Lives it. He knows it. 
um, fantastic. So, yeah. That's good. Sorry, guys. My time's up. But nah, I'm nah. excited what is about to come. But before, but before we dive into yeah. it, though. What we, we wouldn't be here without Tip Hat Media. No, Tip Hat Media is a fantastic uh, company. Uh, moving into a new office this week, so yep. we're really excited for him. Yeah. Uh, he's moving on up, you know, as they say in the Jeffersons. But <laughs> if you're not, if you're not old, you probably don't get that one. But uh, I'm old, so I do. Uh, but I, yeah, I, super I excited to be working with him. Um, what he can do uh, for your company is endless. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as the social media impact, as far as your vision, um, audio visual stuff impact, uh, he can expand your business, not in the future, but right now, uh, he can do things within a short period of time that make your business just launch. Yeah. Uh, and he can help you. He can really help you gain a new type of viewership that you're not going to get anywhere else. No. I mean, the guy does drone work. He does website work. He does social media work. He does the sound, the audio, the hype uh, videos, all those things that we function on with cell phones and computers. He does it all. Um, and he's quick. He's efficient. Uh, he does things that I didn't know were possible. Mark just brought up a great point. I, being, We both have probably worked with a lot of um, graphic designers yeah. or art people um i'm gonna be honest they're slow (laughs) yeah they are slow like they they kind of just live in their own little their own little world and they just they they do their their work usually great work but they work on their time for the most part yeah lincoln is exceptionally fast i've always been impressed with his timeliness um on getting my projects back that i need and when i need them and obviously always and the truth is tip hat media is lincoln yes but i'm here to tell you uh every every uh, partnership that he creates, you feel like you are the number one priority. And that's something yeah. I really respect out of him. When he's dealing with us, I feel like we're his number one. And I know some of the other people he deals with, and I know they feel the same way. Yeah. Lincoln makes sure that you are always top priority. He doesn't do any second best. Nope. So when you're working with him, you always get your best. So uh, Tip Hat Media on Instagram, at Tip Hat Media, tiphatmedia.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, find the guy, reach out to him. Um, I cannot say enough. You know what he does for our show alone uh, should speak for itself. Exactly. If you're listening to us or you watch us on YouTube, that's all him. That's not us. Yep. Yeah. So Tip Hat Media, check out Lincoln. Um, good stuff. So, like I said earlier, um, it was unique. Most people don't reach out to me, but it's not because they don't like me. Well, maybe they don't like me. Um, it's not. Be, it's usually because I'm unreachable. Yeah. But uh, you got we, a lot. You got a lot of banks in your life. We, <laughs> we had a viewer um, reach out this week and. Uh, they brought up a topic, and we don't usually name drop on this show, so we're not going to start. Um, and so just for the sake of this exercise, we're going to call this young lady Debbie. Uh, I've always been a fan of Debbie Reynolds, so my mom, my I'm going to go with Debbie. <laughs> oh, it is your mom's name. I didn't even think about that. Um, cool. She wanted to know how we approach time management. Okay. I'm probably not the person from a business standpoint to ask about this, but uh, father of five husband time management is very important um and from another aspect time to me is very valuable uh and i didn't know how to approach this Uh, i and i thought about it for about four days uh once the topic was brought up to me and didn't know how i'd go about it but this is where i came at time management is based on completely on priority yeah so as we talk about decisions and we talk about things that you're doing every day and i want to talk to every generation of our listener This applies to all of you. What are your priorities? So if you're struggling throughout your day and you're sitting there the one that's telling yourself, I just always run out of time. There's never enough time in the day. Um, I I can't complete everything I want to complete. 
there's a few things I want you to do. Number one, make a list. Make a list of those things that you have to do. Those things that whether you want to or not, but you have to do. Yeah. And then prioritize them. I have I have two lists on our, on our desk right behind our camera. Yeah, one a to do list, and the other uh, I have another list that says urgent. Yeah, must get done. You have to make the list, okay? And then you're what you're going to do is is you're going to look at that list, and you're going to see all the things that you have to do. And then I want you to write down a list of all the things that you do do. Mm, okay. And I want to see where they fit in, because if you're going to tell me that I'm running out of time every day, my first thing is I'm going to look at you and say, Are you efficient? Now, there are some people that are absolutely efficient and they still run out of time. I have high schoolers. I have two high schoolers right now in my house, one who is extremely efficient and one who is not. Well, actually, now I have three high schoolers, one who is very efficient and two who are not. I have a child who every day you would think time is endless. He's always prepared. He always leaves the house early. He always has his stuff done. Everything's where it's supposed to be. And then I have two other kids who leave the house like a tornado went off. I know. They I forget, know exactly which yeah, kid. <laughs> they forget things. I don't have this. This didn't get done. I forgot this left and right. Now, they both have very similar schedules, all three of them. All three of them have very similar schedules. Yeah. So my question for you is, why are you not efficient? So you make your lists. And this is, I'm talking to this Debbie right now, make your list. Because where I'm going with next is a lesson for all of us. You have your things that you must do. You must go to work. You got to make money. If you're in school, you got to go to school. You don't have a choice. You put that down. Here's my time. This is the time I deduct for my regular day. Right. But then you have area that is open. If you're a high schooler, yeah, sure, you got practice, you got homework. These are things you got to do to be successful. I understand that. But look at that. How much time do you waste on social media? How much? Look at your phone. Your phone will tell you how much time you're spending on it. Check those things. Mm-hmm. Those are areas that you can improve. I promise you. Yep. Okay? My, my adults who are going to work, look at the time in which you waste every day. Now, I understand you're going to say, yeah, but I drive an hour and a half every day to work. Okay, add that in your must-have be time. Now, with that being said, is there some way that you can tag team that? Like I know for me, who really prioritizes my quiet time, if I had an hour and a half commute, hour commute, 45-minute commute every day, I would team those up. And trust me, I can have a killer conversation with God for 45 minutes alone in my vehicle. Yeah, those are usually the best. Yeah. Don't don't sit there and discount that time and then use it on meaningless, horrible, mind-filling radio crap value that use it be efficient Mm -hmm. but most of all this this is something i've been working on this entire year and i'm horrible at this learn how to say no you are bad at this learn the power of saying no when when this was first brought to me how do you approach time management i am the guy that will literally slave and sacrifice every component of my life Mm -hmm. To make sure that other people are getting their needs met. Very selfless. Um, yeah. But uh, and truthfully, I think, I think selfless is probably how it's perceived. But it's a state of fear. Because I don't want to let people down. Yeah. Um, but that's something that most people who I believe that struggle with time management are struggling in that area. I mean, my high schoolers, do you struggle telling your friends now? Do you struggle telling them, I can't do this because I have something else done? Maybe it's because, what is that, the uh, fear of missing out, FOMO? Oh, FOMO. Or FOMO, like that, yeah. fear of missing out. I mean, like, is that what you're worried about? What are you missing out on? You're, you're missing out on the ability to screw up your own life? I mean, is that, is that what you're missing out on? You're missing out of, of opportunities to set yourself back? We just talk decisions, big or small, they're all, they're all big. I mean, it, yeah. Is, is that what you're doing? Like, I hear this, I, I have fear of missing out. Missing out on what? Mm-hmm. I mean, think, these decisions that you're making, two things. They either add positivity to your life or they add negativity. 
And the negativity in this is, okay, well, I'm going to be over here, and I'm going to be a part of this, but in reality is while I'm doing this, my life is suffering. Right. Guys, I know you're young, and you think, well, gosh, that doesn't fair because, you know, high school is supposed to be the best four years of my life. Okay, big decision right here. If high school is the best four years of your life, you got bigger problems. <laughs> okay? It's a stepping stone. Yeah. You need to approach high school as fun, mm-hmm. but as a business trip. For sure. I like that. Okay. High school is a business trip. I'm going to utilize my local high school to educate me in the ways in which I need so I can be successful later. So have some fun, but it's a business trip at the end of the day. Correct. All right. And all you parents out there who say, oh my gosh, you're taking the fun out of our kids. Well, let me tell you something. When you spend six, seven years in college and waste all that money because you had fun the best four years of your life, (laughs) you're going to wish you treated it like a business trip. Yep. All right. I don't mean to be harsh on that, but let's be serious. No, I mean to be harsh. That's fine. Okay. Let's be serious. And you adults, you look at that and you say, well, I I just don't want anybody to not like me. I'm here to tell you, a lot of people don't like me. I embrace it. Um, And at the end of the day, I sleep well because I know they don't like me because I am who I am. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I still struggle saying no because I want to be helpful. I don't say yes because I want people to like me. I say yes because I know I have the abilities they're asking for and I can do it. Right. But the reality is I've been working to say no because it does hurt my time management, because it does make me inefficient. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, it's not healthy. Yeah. It's not healthy. So when we talk about time management, you really need to focus on that list. What are the things that I must do? What are the things that are priority to me? Mm -hmm. What are the things that in my mind, now I say must do, of course, we're going to put down things that we have to do. Society says we got to make money. Society says I got to go to school. But there are other things in my life that I have to do. I have to spend time with my children. I have to spend time with my wife. I have to spend time in prayer every single day. Those go on your must-do list. And then stare at that other list that says, these are the things that I catch myself doing. These are the things where I'm, I don't want to say wasting time, but I'm utilizing time. Yeah. Is it necessary? And then you can look at that and say, okay, where can I be more efficient? That's where it begins. And, I, and I'm promising you, as you look at that, you're probably going to begin to catch yourself. You may have not have thought about it up to this point saying, well, I don't struggle not saying no. I bet if you look at your list, you're probably like, man, I do. Mm-hmm. I do struggle saying no. Because I'm telling you folks right now, time is unattainable. You get what you get, and that's all you get. You cannot buy more. You cannot recreate it. Once it's gone, it's gone. It's spent. It's over. You need to think about that. I'm not telling you to tell every single person no, every request that comes in. But what I'm here to tell you is, is if saying yes hinders your life, then you need to say no. Well, how many times have you heard someone say or even yourself say, man, there's just not enough time in the day? Oh, every there's day. Not, which I get it. We, we're all busy. We live busy lives. But if you, if you find yourself saying, man, there's just not enough time in the day. Let's go back and evaluate your yes. day then and maybe make that list and be like, you know what? There is enough time in the day if I just prioritize the right way. If I get rid of some of the baggage. Yeah. And I mean, don't, I, I want people to understand there are, uh, you'll hear me say this a lot, there are seasons in which you will be um, extremely busy. I know Josh right now, and we just talked about this for the show, he's gone through like a two, three week season where he has been slammed. Mm-hmm. But that's not an uh, issue of not being able to say no, and it's not an issue of being negative. It's an issue of the time right now demands more time than normal because he's actually making a positive progression in his business. So there are those moments that come with an understanding of this is temporary. Correct. Do not make it permanent. Right. That's the problem. 
we get into this, we get into this case where, okay, well, I did this five times, so now it's permanent. I got to do it all the time. No. Why? That's not how, you don't have to make everything a habit. That's not how life works. There are times where you can extend yourself. There are times where you can um, go out of your way for somebody, but that doesn't mean it has to be permanent. That doesn't mean because I did it for one person, I got to do it for everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I think we've gotten to that point where it's like when people say no, now all of a sudden it's an offense. Mm-hmm. Well, why, yeah. why are you offended? Right. Yeah. Because if someone's being honest with me and says, look, man, I just don't have the time. Like, I appreciate that. Yeah. I'd much rather appreciate that than you saying, no, nah, I can't do it because I got to go to my grandma's or whatever. The next thing I know, I see on Facebook or Twitter that you're over here doing something else. Right. Okay, now you just lied to me. Right. Okay, that's a problem. And I think our world has become accustomed to that. Mm-hmm. People, It's okay for people to say no. I just want you guys to understand that. And that's not something you should be offended by because the reality is you show them to support it. Yeah. If they're being honest with you, you should support it. Yeah, I mean... Ha- my high schoolers, how many times did someone say, invite you over for whatever? And like Mark just said, you just make something up because you don't want to offend them by saying no. It's a horrible part of our culture. It is. It's a great point because it it's happens, a horrible part it of happens our culture. every day. And it does. It, it, it completely applies to what we're talking about. If you're saying no, and I'm not telling you, you even have to have a great reason. You don't have to have a great reason. But if you're saying no because what you're doing has a positive effect on where you're going, then you don't need a reason. Right. If what you're currently doing is adding value to your life, absolutely you say no. And if it's one of the things where you just don't want to do it, then say no. It's okay. Because ultimately it's your time. You don't get it back. They can't give you anything back for it. They can't buy it for you. They can't pay you back. It ain't going to happen. It's okay. Right. Because when you're breaking down that time management, the only person that can waste your time is you. Because you can allow it. And you say, well, I know I've had a lot of people waste my time because you allowed them to. Mm -hmm. That's how that works, folks. Don't let other people waste your time. I mean, this goes back to withdrawals and deposits. Associate yourself with people that make deposits because at the end of the day, those are the people that are going to be unwilling to waste your time. But that's how, I mean, when she brought it up, I was thinking, I really don't know how to approach this. I don't don't run a business. Um, My schedule's kind of... Awkward and varies a All lot. The place, um, yeah. You know, five kids. It's not consistent. No, the schedule's nuts. Um, but as I sat there and thought about it, I thought, okay, well, this is how I, you know, uh, subconsciously deal with this. I know what my priorities are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and th- folks, I'm telling you, there are times where I'm horrible at this and I just have to reevaluate myself and set things back in stone, which you're going to, that's going to happen. But what you need to do is you need to seriously look down and say, where am I wasting time? Mm-hmm. And you need to evaluate why am I doing it and how do I get rid of it? And that's how you control that time management. You have things that you got to do. We all understand that. But at the end of the day, folks, there is time. There is time. Yeah. Uh, and you just need to prioritize Find that it. time. You need to prioritize it. At the end go- of the day, time's up. And this it's over. Goes, right. And this goes back to we've talked about this before. It's sleeping faster too. You know, yeah. I think that's a huge priority. And I know, I know we had a small discussion about that idea and. It, it kind of plays a different. I honestly don't know how to do that because I actually don't sleep well. Period. <laughs> right. So I think it'd be cool to not sleep well and sleep faster at the same time. But I, don't, I honestly don't know how to do that. High schoolers and kids in college. Corey, if you're listening, call in to us or DM us and tell us how to sleep faster. Serious. <laughs> it's that pre-workout he takes. Yeah. <laughs> to the dome. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, my my high schoolers and, and 
you know, kids in college don't get in that habit like so many do and sleep until noon. Oh my God. It is such a hard habit to break when you guys enter to the career, your career. Um, and that's, that goes into prioritizing guys, prioritize that time, sleep, get your amount of time that you need to sleep. But so first of all, just so we're going this way, this this goes back to decisions. Okay. This is not an easy decision. This is, this is a huge decision. Sleep, has so many health components to it, it's not uh, even funny. Yeah. Okay, number one, if you don't know what they are, look them up. Sleeping for your body is ginormous. It's almost everything. Okay, for your brain, for your organs, everything. Muscle sleep growth. is huge. Okay, ginormous. Uh, you cannot reach your goals without proper sleep. So our oldest son, he is like, I, I, he's a Hall of Fame of sleepers. Like, it's amazing. But when he was in high school, he was like, oh, man, I just can never get up on time, man. I just can't get up on time. He's saying this all the time, I'm like, well, hey, buddy, stop going to bed at 3 a.m., and you'll stop being tired at 6 a.m. Right. And he looked at me like I was crazy. Like, what? <laughs> I'm like, homeboy, go to sleep <laughs> earlier, and then when 6 o'clock comes around, you won't be tired. Right. Guys, that's common sense in my mind. Okay, now, I've always, been, think an, so. I've always been an early riser. I was raised in a house. Sleeping in was non-existent. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, it's not something we did. I blue-collar family. My dad worked two jobs, woke up early every single day, was usually gone before I even got up. Yeah. My mom, to this day, is one of the hardest-working women I've ever met. Mm-hmm. Um, so that just didn't happen. But I'm here to tell you, that is a creatable habit. Correct. It so is. if you're one of those people right now that says, I don't function well before 10 a.m., figure it out. Figure out what you have to do. And I'm telling you, one of the best things you can do, wake up early, hit that shower, and hit a workout. Yeah. First thing I do every day is I roll out of bed, I hit a workout, and I hit the shower. And I'm here to tell you, I'm here to tell you, by the time that ends, I, I am energized for the day. Energized for the day. When I start my day out that way. If I miss, if I miss that, like I had to today, um, not by choice, <laughs> yeah. my day is wrecked. Not getting that workout in? It's wrecked. Yeah. You know, and you're like, well, I just don't have a gym. Folks, I'm telling you right now, I could design a workout for you in your bedroom that would get your blood flowing. Find that a way. Would, it would get your mind working. You can do it with bands. You can do it with calisthenics. You, I'm, even if you wake up and you just stretch, mm-hmm. that is enough to get you going. Um, once again, you have choices. You have choices. And if time management is an issue in your life, then you need to check your choices. Yeah. Because you know, when I think when Debbie asked us, I, I, I caught the feeling she's a very busy young lady. Um, and she, maybe she just needs to evaluate some choices. Yeah. You know, and you got to think about that. How do, you, uh, how, how do you prioritize those choices? What do you do? And what are some of the decisions you make? Um, and make your lists. I think right. lists are fantastic. I think um, maybe the electronic world we live in now doesn't support handwritten lists. Um, there's nothing wrong with pen and paper, just so you folks I know. Pre- I prefer it. Um, yeah, I still have an old school calendar I write on, you know. So I left a doctor's today and have like five appointments. I'm like, can you write those down? And she looked at me like I was crazy. Like, they're you, like we're just emailed you, you didn't just put that on your phone <laughs> no because honestly like i'm gonna mess that up so i just need to write it down but i'm telling you folks take the time to make the time and yeah. that's what it comes down to okay so if you if you're struggling with time management whether you're one of my high schoolers whether you're one of our uh, our parents with many kids i'm telling you parents with many kids I, I feel for you i know how busy it gets create a schedule mm-hmm. create your priorities and it will get easier Okay, but I'm telling you, look at the choices that you're making and think about the choices that you're making. There is time. There is time. Make the time. Yeah. Decisions all around. Whatever it takes. The best, you, it the takes. best you is the best for everybody. For and you sure. know what someone told me today? 
What's up? Because one of the things we see all the time is be better. Yeah. They looked at me today. Just, they just randomly they tell you to be me. better. No, they looked at me and they <laughs> said, it. "Be best." And I was okay. like, "You know what? I like it. Dang, I like it." Recoin that. <laughs> I was like, "I like that be because best. ultimately that's what we're trying to do. That's yeah. our goal." So. These things that we talk about, you're struggling, whether it's with decisions, whether with it's uh, time management, ultimately, at the end of the day, what we want for ourselves is the same thing we want for you. We want you to be the best you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we do say that here. The best you is the best for everybody. Yeah. We want uh, you to be your best person so you can have the greatest effect on everybody around you. Because in today's society, we're struggling. We are struggling. Oh, um, and you young people that are listening to this, I'm really talking to you guys because ultimately, uh, you guys are the next generation of people that are going to have an impact on our world. And uh, right now, I want to motivate you to be the best you because things need to change. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a scary time, and you guys are in control of that. Don't minimize that. You guys have power. And the way you treat other people, the way you treat yourselves, um, sometimes it's not what you're saying. It's what you're doing that has the greatest effect. So I challenge you guys to be the best you, uh, to treat other people the right way and have that impact because we talk about no decisions, a small decision. I'm here to tell you no interaction with people mm-hmm. is small interaction. Oh, um, the relationships that you make, the little things that you do, yeah. the way you treat someone today, it may not, you may not see what it does for them, Correct. but you don't know what's going on in their mind and their heart. You may have just made their day. And in some cases you may have just saved their life yeah. because you don't know what they're thinking. You have no idea. You know, so treat people the right way, and maybe we can get this thing turned around. Yeah, Good. that that reminds me of a story I want to share it with you guys, just maybe for some encouragement or just yeah. to enlighten you guys on how, like Mark said, this individual that I, I'm going to tell a quick story about, I did not get to see how this how this evolved within her life. But quick story for you guys: I was in Chipotle the other day, and um, I was I was sitting down after a long day. I was probably eating my lunch around. Four o'clock. Did not have a visionary meal with me at this time, so I had to get some Chipotle. And I was I'm a I'm a big people watcher. I'm a oh, big yeah. I'm a big observer. Um, I'm the I'm the type of guy, and I know Mark's the same way. When I walk into a room, I find all the exits. I'll find all the exits. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I find all the exits. I sit at a table where I can see the exit. Um, you know, back I to the wall. Know my surroundings. Yeah, and but. Where I was sitting, I was observing the the front line of these these girls working um, the Chipotle line, serving the customers coming in, and I was just kind of just observing, like I said, and I was watching the, the the girl cashing people out, and this other um, this employee came in on her shift, and there were th- there were three girls on the line. This girl walks in because she she looked she presumed to be like she was about to start her shift. She walked by the individual um, cashing people out, and she gave the warmest, brightest hugs to the to other two girls. And I just kind of noticed that. I don't know if the girl cashing out noticed it. Maybe she did. Maybe she didn't. Um, obviously, this girl had a relationship with these two mm-hmm. individuals, and that just really caught my eye. And I was starting to watch, and I was just watching this girl cashing people out and you know i i don't know this girl for the hill beans but she had you know the warmest most welcoming smile um and i could tell she was making people's day as she was checking them out and you know this (laughs) this girl her her smile had such a huge impression on me a, a customer sitting in the restaurant yeah. That when I that when I left, when I walked out, 
I just, I felt compelled. And I, and I, as I was, I threw my trash away, I made, I made it very stealthy, very just sleek and moving on with my day. But as I threw my trash away, walked by the, the cash register, I gave the girl a nux and I said, your smile is contagious. Don't stop. And it just lit up even more. And I just, I, I went on my day and I felt that almost joy in my heart because I was like, man, I just, I hope at least that so made this, her day. This goes back to, I think it was, what was that? Episode two. We talked about selflessness. Yeah. So you're being very selfless at that time, but look at what you're gaining. And I think people need to understand, we talk about a healthy selfishness. Usually healthy selfishness comes in um, when you're not expecting it. Right. You know what I mean? But I I think people need to understand that. I mean, especially once again, the younger generation, people are always watching you. Mm -hmm. The way you carry yourself, the things that you do. um, And, you know, fair or unfair, it is your actions. Yeah. Uh, that people would judge first. And you know what I used to tell my players and things I tell my kids now? It's not what you do in front of me that impresses me. It's what you do when I'm not around that impresses yeah. me. I'm not um, so when you guys go out there, this young lady, we don't know her. Um, but it's stuff like that that, you know, it makes a movement. Correct. You know what I mean? And people flock to that. And we need more of that. Right. You know, doing the right thing <laughs> is cool. Mm-hmm. It is cool. In a world where doing the wrong thing gets all the, the hubbub, yeah. I'm here to tell you guys something. Doing the right thing may be boring, but it's cool. Yeah. Um, and you know what? It takes courage. It takes courage to be that person you know, that wants to show love, that wants to do the right things, that wants to play by the rules and work within the system the way it's meant to work right. um, and treat people the right way. Uh, it takes courage to be that person. Yeah. And you know what? That should be respected. And whoever this girl is, Chipotle, if she's listening, I'm here to tell you, uh, your life is going to be amazing with that attitude. So don't lose yeah, it. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, don't He's lose fine. it. And if there's a young man out there that's attached to her, treat her right because then we'll find you and we'll tear you apart if you don't. So <laughs> it's that simple. Let him know. <laughs> I don't know. Very good. Very good, guys. Well, hey, we appreciate yeah. you guys tuning in today. Again, follow us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, under Deliberately Linked. Guys, if you're watching us on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button. It tells us that you guys are interested. Uh, we, we appreciate your guys' time. We appreciate you. And I just learned today we're on Facebook. We are on Facebook, yeah. So We're on Facebook. Share us on Facebook. I didn't Let know that was still know. a thing. It's growing. It's actually gotten bigger. I thought it was like a dinosaur. It like died kind of, but then it's away. like back up. Okay, Instagram. I don't know. Facebook bought Instagram or Instagram bought Facebook. I can't remember which one. Okay, it's cool. anyways, Find us. Check us out, guys. Find us. Yeah, no Share doubt. the word, yeah. Appreciate you. Be better. It's all mental, whatever it is. Just make big decisions. Be best. Be best. Be best. <laughs> Be best. Later. Thanks, guys. Later.